Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Friday Hour on the Kapow Radio Show Network. I'm your host, P.E. Levin. P.E. Levin. Paul E. Levin. Because it's the 11th month of the year, it's the 11th day, and it's 2020. Two, 11, 11, zero. Two, 11, 11, zero. A lot of 11s. And if uh, you've been following me for any length of time, you know I see a lot of 11, 11s and a lot of 1133s or 333s. All the time. I even wake up in the middle of the night, look at the clock, and it's 11-11. Uncanny all the time. So today's a huge 11 day for me. So I've changed my name from Paul Villanueva to Paul E. Levin. L-E-V-E-N. Paul E. Levin. That's who I am today. So anyway, let's talk about something. I want to say, with everything that's going on in America specifically, but globally, uh, you got the COVID, you got the civil unrest, you have all this thing, you have all these things going on. But here in America, you have this uh, election cycle that's just out of control, nuts. And so many Christians are so tied into their uh, patriotism and um, the American way, and they want their guy Trump. Because we don't want socialism (laughs) and Marxism. And that's okay. What's not okay is to be a false prophet. And there's a lot of them. Uh, You can go back and hear prophecy after prophecy from these guys. I mean, um, today on Facebook, I was getting Jonathan Kahn, uh, Kenneth Copeland, Todd White, uh, all these crazy people, Um, Paula White, these weird prophecies about Trump. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Trump was here in a church in Nevada, in in, in Las Vegas, and that pastor's wife uh, gave a prophecy over him and um, that he was going to redo and blah, 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 blah. So hey, it's not over till it's over, right? So, you know, you're going, okay, okay. But my point is, <laughs> it's just so easy for us to say, God said this or God told me this, blah, blah, blah. So I, here's what I want to do today. Today's a little hard show. It's it's going to be a little, maybe a little chastising uh, for some of you uh, who maybe have gotten a little bit too carried away with the whole Trump, God, Cyrus uh, thing. So I just kind of want to bring you back down. Um, and and wanna, I want to tell you, what would Jesus, I'm going to tell you exactly what he would say. What would Jesus say regarding 
the 2020 election here in America between uh, Trump and Biden? What would what would be Jesus's response? And you can also say what would be uh, Jesus' response to COVID-19 in your country um, that you're listening to? Uh, what would be our Lord Jesus' response to civil unrest, these kind of things? And you're, you're going to hear a lot of preachers. There's a lot of teachers, and they're teaching a lot of things, and they're saying, well, it's okay as long as we stay balanced, but you know, we got to focus this, and we got to do this. Uh, and then you got the crazy NAR people. You know, these these false apostles, these false, they're crazy. They really are. They're, they're, they've taken the words of God and just twisted them for their own financial and weird gains. You got all these crazy NR, NAR people, and um, they're prophesying all kinds of weird stuff. They're doing all kinds of weird stuff, and they're just twisting the, the, the scriptures for financial gain or for bodies in their 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 church business or whatever their motivation is um they're they're not right and they're not right in the head and i'm gonna tell you something it's not okay at the end of the day on judgment day when we're, we're all judged according to our works and every word that came out of our mouths and stuff it's it's not gonna be okay it's it's not gonna be okay um a lot of national prayer days i'm getting emails i'm getting text messages about you know pray for trump on this time this day because the supreme court and that and, that and all kind of stuff and i'm not saying it's it's wrong to pray to pray for your country or to pray for your president or whatever what i'm saying right now is what would jesus tell you so what i'm about to tell you is the words of god uh, it's not the words my words i'm just telling you what what it says now, you can look at everything I'm about to say, and you can just go word for word and get your Greek lexicon out, and I would hope you would do that, your Greek lexicon out, and compare the original language to what I'm saying and how it's interpreted and the best interpreted, and, and to see if if I'm wrong by telling you what Jesus would say, because I'm telling you what he would say because of what he did say. So uh, let's let's get right to it. Let's go to Matthew chapter 8 verses 18 through uh, 22. And Jesus in this particular instance just got done healing a bunch of people, casting out a whole lot of demons and doing a lot of miraculous works as a sign that shows who he was, that he is God sent. So in verse 18, Jesus sees this large crowd following him, and he gives the orders to go to the other side of the sea. And then a scribe, and I want you to know a scribe is what we would be, uh, today we'd call maybe an attorney, a lawyer. Uh, he is one who took the law of Moses, the law of God, and uh, looked at every little dot and tittle and wrote it down and analyzed it, and this is what we got to do, and, and interpreted it. Um, the scribes were very well uh, educated and they were very th well thought of as uh, religious uh, purveyors of the law. So apparently this particular scribe, and there's not many of them in scripture, but this particular one was a disciple of Christ. In other words, he saw Jesus at this moment as a, as a rabbi and was following him and following his teachings. 
And a scribe approach, this is verse 19, a scribe approach, and I'm reading, sorry, from the Holman Christian Study Bible. Uh, a scribe approached him and said, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. He makes a statement, and Jesus tells him in verse 20, foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And then in verse 21, this other disciple, we don't know who he is, we don't know if he's a scribe, we don't know who he is, but this other disciple, another of his disciples says, Lord, the word master, Lord, first, let me go bury my father. In verse 22, I want you to notice the answer that our Lord, our Messiah, our Savior told this disciple. He said, but Jesus told him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. So when we read this, there's books written, you know, on the harsh sayings of Jesus and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, wow, that's so harsh. And it's not harsh in the economy of God. This is what we have to do. So here's Christ's answer to the American election right now. Here's Christ's answer to COVID. Here's Christ's answer to civil unrest. Here's Christ's answer to, to everything, every problem you have in your life and everything that's going around in you, around you, in the world. Here's Christ's answer. You're saying, Lord, you're important to me. Your word is important to me. Living a life pleasing to you is important to me. Doing what you would have me to do is important to me. But first, let me go bury my father. First, let me take care of that which is of utmost importance. Is it wrong to have the responsibility to bury the dead? No. Um, was this man's father dead at the moment? I doubt it. Seriously, that his father was dead and he is there somewhere else listening to Jesus. His father more than likely was aging or elderly or about to die. And as a son, he needed to take care of the estate first, uh, take care of these matters first. And then once he took care of that, he's going to go follow Christ. And Jesus says to him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. Wow. We don't know what happened to this guy. We don't know if he did that. We don't know if he went home. But the point is, this is the Lord's answer to you today. So you may not like this. You may not like uh, Brother Kapow's teaching here or uh, Paul E. Levin. Uh, in fact, Ms. Kapow just now texted me as I am giving this uh, teaching. And uh, she says it's... Uh, 1 11 11. <laughs> and uh, that was the time. So, uh, of course, on my Mac computer, I use a military time. So I got, I had 1300, but uh, she sees that it was 1 11. Uh, so, anyway, we have um, Jesus saying, Let the dead go bury the dead, and you come and follow me. And this is, this is the answer. This is the definitive answer you need today. You need to make your choice what you're going to do. Are you going to go into the deep end of Trumpism? And I, I'm serious, folks. I, I, I'm around uh, a lot of, of Christians, and uh, both phys physically and digitally, and, and I'm seeing a lot of, I'm getting a whole lot of texts. I'm getting a whole lot of emails. I'm getting a whole lot of things on uh, Facebook. Um, 
regarding this election, and a lot of Christians are really, really upset, and they're nutted up about it, and they don't know what to do. And the problem is, is you're going to fall because your trust is in the wrong thing. You're trusting a man. You can never trust a man. You've heard me talk over and over again. You don't trust your... You, if you want to call your pastor your pastor out of a out of courtesy, that's pastor so-and-so, it's a courtesy name, then then go ahead. But pastor means to pastor. It's a shepherd. It's it's not an office. It is a activity. To shepherd someone is an activity. It's not an office where, oh, that's the pastor. That That's an office of the pastor. Uh, even though that's a, a lot of many, many people take that with, when Paul's writing, you know, to, to Timothy and Titus and they're the, they're the pastors and the past. It's, a, it's an activity. To pastor is to shepherd. For me, for Paul E. Levin, I have one shepherd, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's, he's the only shepherd I have. I have no other shepherd. If there's a man that's a good teacher, and he's a man of God, he's a teacher, he's a brother in Christ. He's my brother. And I look at him as a teacher because he has a gift of teaching, and God has bestowed upon him. But by all means, he's not shepherding me. I only have one shepherd. See? And Christ will shepherd me through the teaching to the words of God that he has given to this man by the Holy Spirit, that gift. Do you understand what I'm saying? We have to be careful who we follow and who we place. If you place anything above Christ, if you place, uh, and in this case, this man is not even placing his father above Christ. He's placing his duty as a son to, to bury his dead father, to, to, to take care of his father's estate, to take care of his family. It's, it's the law. It's what he needs to do. Um, but Christ is saying, no, follow me. And, and let the dead bury their own dead. You see, when when you're in this world without Christ, and some of you may be listening to me, and you really don't know Jesus Christ as your as your as your Savior, you haven't said, "Well, he's he's the one I want to follow. He's the one who saved me from eternal death and has given me eternal life." You may not quite understand that. You're, you're dead. You're walking around as a dead man. You're just a dead person that doesn't know it yet. You're born in sins and trespasses. You're dead. And the only way you become alive is when Christ quickens you and you become alive and have eternal life. If if you don't have that, if you don't have that salvation, you're dead. Christ is saying, let the dead bury their own dead. If you're not following me, you're dead. It's black and white, folks. It's, it's what Christ would tell you today if you said, Lord, you know, we got to win this election. We got to turn it around. It, 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 it's fraudulent voting and blah, blah, blah. And, God, and he's saying, why aren't you preaching the gospel? Why do you keep having prayer meetings on Washington, D.C.? Why do you keep doing this? And why aren't you telling people? Why aren't you telling what you deem as your enemies, those, those libtards out there burning up buildings and crashing cars and looting, whatever they're doing, why aren't you telling them about my love for them? And what I did for them, seriously, isn't this an opportunity now to show Christian love? It's a hard one. It's, look at this finger. I got three pointed back at me and a thumb. I, I, I'm telling you, this is a hard one. Now, in Luke, in Luke says, you know, let, 
in Luke 9.16 is the parallel to this. And in Luke it says, the disciple says, Lord, first let me go bury my father. And he in, in Luke it, it, it reads, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and spread the gospel of the kingdom of God. So Luke adds that little extra element in there where Matthew says, follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Luke says, but you go and spread the news of the kingdom of God. You see what's important in God's economy is his gospel, is what he did for the human race through his son, Jesus Christ. Folks, that's the only thing that's important. And it's only scripture. You only get your prophecy and your insight through scripture. If Jonathan Kahn says, Jesus told me this, and I got this harbinger, and this harbinger, and this other, because he wears he wears a, uh, a prayer shawl and blows a chauffeur, and you think, oh, he's, he's, he's Jewish. He must know more than me. You, if you're not asking yourself the question, where is that found in Scripture, you, you're missing the mark here. You're missing the point. You should always ask yourself, even with your own thoughts, if you have a dream or a vision or a thought, you need to go, where is that found in Scripture? And you need to be able to verify what God is telling you, what the Holy Spirit is telling you with the Scripture. If you say, I've never heard from God, I, I, I don't know, how does it sound when God speaks to me? Well, when you read the Word out loud, you're hearing from God. He's speaking to you. It's only the Scripture. It's sola scriptura. It's the Reformation cry. It's one of the five solas, sola scriptura. It's only scripture. If we don't have the word of God in our hearts, if we don't have a high view of the word of God, and we allow people to twist and turn the, the, the word of God to manipulate us, to give them money or power or build their kingdom, then you're anathema, you're cursed. It's a hard saying, folks, but this is what Jesus is telling you today through his word. If you don't believe me, go to Matthew 8, verse 18 through 22. Read it yourself. Take your Greek lexicon out or your, your, your Strong's Concordance and look at each word. It says, his brother, what is brother Kapow? What is brother Paul 11 telling me today? Is it true? Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Yeah. So Jesus says to this guy, I know you're willing to follow me and I know you want to. But the guy is saying, Lord, I will, but there's a difficulty in my way just now. Uh, but once it's removed, you know, once the election is settled, you know, once the COVID thing goes away, and once I can go back to work, once I don't have to wear a mask anymore, then I'm, then I'm yours. I'm following you. Then I'll preach the gospel. Yeah. You and I must not delay. We must let the dead, those without Christ, the world around us, is, are they're going to go about their business. Deception will go about. You understand there is a, a little G God. There's a prince and... There's principalities in, in, the, in the lower heavens that are controlling culture and controlling society. You understand that. If you read Ephesians 6, you'll, you understand that. Paul, Paul 
tells you about these entities that are in the lower atmosphere and they control society. They control the deception. I call it a matrix that we're born into this prison planet because we're in, we're in prison the day we, we, we're born. We're imprisoned unto sin. Worse yet, we're born dead. We're, we're born as a, as a dead fetus. It's not until the kingdom of Christ, the kingdom of God indwells you when he calls you out, that's what church means. That's what ecclesia means, called out. When he calls you out from among the world, the satanic system, you become alive. You become quickened. And now you're no longer a citizen here. Well, ah, 2020 election, that's fine. But you don't live here. This is not your home. This is not your eternal place. Well, should we not care? Brother P. 11, should we not care? Well, you care all you want. But Jesus says, let the dead bury their dead. Oh, well, there's always two kingdoms of God existence upon earth, the kingdom of nature, the kingdom of grace. To the one kingdom, all the children of this world, even the most ungodly are fully alive, right? They're, they're not alive eternally, but they're living, they're animated. But to the other kingdom, only the children of light Yeah, only the children of light have the spiritual and the eternal. So it's, it's God, it's the gospel, it's the word of God that Christ would say that is the most important thing. Now in, in Luke, if you go to Luke uh, 9.62, Another also said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go and say goodbye to those at my house. In other words, I, I need to tell my wife, hey, I'm not coming back home. I'm got to tell my, I, I've got to first, I'm not coming back. I'm going to go follow him. And Jesus says, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Now, there's some farmers out there listening. Farmers understand this. I was never a farmer, but I had a ranch little five-acre ranch in California, and I had a tractor, and I used to have to bush hog or mow the field in front of my house uh, every three months to keep it you know, under control. And I would pick a, I'd pick a spot visually where I was going to go with it and, uh, and then go straight so that the, my lines were straight. Um, if, if I were turning around, well, you know, talking on the phone, texting while I'm driving my tractor, I might run into the fence or so, but my lines are going to be all crooked. Well, this was just for aesthetics looks. It was just for looks. But if you were a farmer, that's important how you plow, how, how straight it is, um, how you're getting that seed in the ground. So that's what Jesus said. If, if, you're, if you put your hand in the plow, you go to work and then you look back, you're not worthy of the kingdom. It's a harsh saying it's a hard saying but in god's economy there's no there's no humanism there's no other human uh, there's none of that it's about god and it's only god the higher view you have of god the more you understand just how low you are your, your eternal life is only dependent by his grace 
that he gave it to you through his son. That's where our only joy is. It's not in any of this. So, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse pulling a plow, but that's what Jesus would tell you. If you're all crazy right now and you're all nutted up about the election and you're all nutted up about COVID and Thanksgiving and you got to wear a mask and whatever, if you're all crazy about that, I want you to remember what Jesus said. Let the dead bury their dead. You come and follow me and preach the gospel. It's about the kingdom. Now, I, I, I know, I get it. The neighbor across the street with the Joe Biden yard sign, you want to rip it up and you just want to, right? I get it. But now's the time. Now's the time. If, if you could muster the love of Christ for another human, now's the time where Christianity could really shine. Not in defying the governor's orders that your church is going to stay open no matter what but by love, by, by real caring, by real understanding, by really seeking the best for them with the gospel message. Because if they can get it, if they will get the seed, if the seed will land, if you will preach it and you will characterize it in your life, if that seed will land, they may get eternal life like you do. Because remember, you were dead. Before you received Christ, you were dead also. Don't think you were born alive in Christ. I was raised in church until I've always had Jesus. I never remember not having Jesus. <clears throat> you were dead. It don't matter if you were a mass murderer, a prostitute, a drug addict, or just someone who stole pencils from work. You were dead in your sins, and in your trespasses until God quickened you through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, because he loved you, for God so loved the world. And the only thing he asks of us is tell that gospel, tell that message to people who don't know, because if I've chosen them, it's going to land. But you need to tell them, and they're going to know you're a disciple of me by your love. Now's not the time to hate as a Christian, a real Christian. Now's the time to, to get into the word, understand the word, understand what we are and who we are in God and who we are in Christ. Before I leave, I'm going to play you a new song, and it is on YouTube, and it's also published. I published it as a single, so you can find it on iTunes and on Spotify and on I don't know, whatever you listen to, Deezer, Pandora, Break, I don't know, all of them, digital, well, however you listen to it, you can find the video that uh, Miss Kapow did uh, for the song on YouTube, go to our uh, Fifth Hook Media channel, or type in Mesquite Cafe, go to Mesquite Cafe Facebook page, you'll find all, all of them there, if you go to either kapowradioshow.com, or fifthhookmedia.com, you will find all the videos there. So back here, you'll see uh, that's Time's End. That's my first CD I did in 2018. Time's End, because it's talking about the end of time two years ago. Hmm, hmm, I wonder why. The other one is uh, Down Here, and it's a collection of songs, like Why Don't You Look Into Jesus and things like that. So 
I have about another song, about another one, maybe two more songs to do to put on this new album. And I've got to probably put it out. I may wait to 2021 just so I don't have a 2020 stamp on it. It's just a weird thing for me. And um, so I may wait till after January to release this CD. But anyway, uh, little by little, I... You know, I've been doing these songs, but I haven't released any as a single. But this one is called R.C., and I wrote it uh, in memory of R.C. Sproul, one of the greatest theologians in the 20th century, because he had a high view of God and a high view of God's Word. And I've learned so much from uh, Reformed theology and from guys like R.C. Sproul and, um, that I wanted to write uh, a song, and it's a blues song. It's a 12-bar slow blues song. Miss Kapow was singing uh, a verse in there, so you can hear her lovely voice. And it's called R.C. And it's um, it's a song about going to all these different places uh, and hearing or hearing or watching them do this ritual, this church ritual, but there's no faith and grace uh, in the message. And so I ask, hey, man, you know, where's all that talk about faith and grace? And they tell me, get out of here uh, because only R.C. preached it that way and he ain't here. See, because R.C. died in 2017. So he ain't here, so no one's preaching faith and grace, but they're baptizing and they're doing this and they're climbing mountains and they're meditating and they're doing all the church ritual, but they're not preaching the gospel. They're not preaching faith and grace by God. And it's annoying. So that's what this song is about. It's R.C. You can get it everywhere. I think it's a 99 cents. Do yourself a favor and put it on your playlist. If you're on Spotify, do me a favor, put it on your playlist. You know, I sent it to Ligonier Ministries. I sent it to a couple of Reformed people, but I think, you know, they're pretty conservative, so they're probably like, who's this kook? I get it. I understand completely. Um, so I think that's it. Uh, let's get out of here, and um, I think that should be it. And so uh, God bless, and we'll talk to you later. And remember... Let the dead bury the dead. Don't get crazy about the world, okay? Let's not be transformed. Amen? Okay, we'll talk to you later. Good night. In the stream In the 